With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, God bless you. Good morning. I'm thinking the other day how God blessed my life. Already today. Already God bless me. Get that blessing in your mind. Get that blessing in your spirit. Get that blessing that you know you wouldn't have had if it had not been for the Lord which was on your side. And get that praise going. Oh, Lord, we praise you. Come on. Put your hands together. Come on, somebody. Oh, Lord, we 
super excited to be in the house of the Lord one more time here in Chicago. Uh, we are happy. It's 90 plus degrees outside and maybe 100 plus degrees inside, but we're going to praise God because he's worthy to be praised. And I know since some of you who are worshiping with us in person have southern roots, so you know what it's like to be in a sanctuary a little heated. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we're grateful for this day. Grateful for this opportunity to gather in this place to worship you. God, you have been good to us. You allowed us to see another day, and for that we are thankful. God, we ask as we invoke your presence here today that you will be in the midst of this worship, that we will feel your presence, that your Holy Spirit might whisper in our ear, that, that we will feel the very presence of God as we come to worship this day. Take charge of this service, O oh God. In word and deed, take charge, O oh God, in the music that we shall offer unto you. God, we are grateful for this day. And since we are here, we pray, O oh God, that we have a rhema opportunity or hear a rhema word today as we come into your presence today. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray, and all of God's people say, Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is taken from Acts the apostle inviting you to stand if you are able if you are able it is our practice in honor of God's word to stand now if you get to a place where you can't stand we understand but if you have the activity of your limbs and you can stand just for a few minutes we invite you to hear and stand as we listen to God's word Acts the fourth chapter beginning with the 29th verse there you will find these words recorded. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. The word of God for the people of God, and all of God's people said, Amen. At this time, our music ministry will bless us. Psalm 100 say, make a joyful what? Unto the Lord all ye land. Serve the Lord with what? Gladness. Somebody said it. Come before his presence with what? Who's singing out? I can't hear nobody. But I want the Lord to hear you. But I tell you what, we're going to trust in the Lord. Going back old school, give God glory to take thanks. I will trust him. Come on. Even if you don't do nothing but wave your hand. Come on. Give him the trust of your heart today. Oh, oh, oh. 
anybody's testimony this morning oh y'all just y'all did lukewarm how many here are going to trust in the Lord amen 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 our announcements are as follows we have a lot of things that we need to share today uh, a couple of things a few things we want to make mention of uh, as many of you are aware, the vendor fair is fast approaching. August 7th is the vendor fair, and we are so excited. The outreach ministry team have been working very, very hard under the leadership of Dr. Maxine Tolliver and her team have done a wonderful, wonderful job in making certain that we are prepared and ready for the vendor fair. They still have opportunities for tables if you want uh, to get a table for the vendor fair. Uh, you can contact Ms. Maxine Tol Dr. Maxine Tolliver uh, for additional information. Now, we need your help. We need your help in two ways. First, we need your help in spreading the word. And if you have a Facebook uh, account, you can share the word uh, of, the, of the vendor fair via that way. Uh, also, you can get on the phone and tell people. I know some of you like the good old-fashioned way of spreading the word. Come on, somebody help me this morning. But we want this entire community packed with people. For the vendor fair. And not only are we utilizing the vendor fair for vending opportunities, but we're also using it to evangelize. Amen. And so we're going to have some evangelism cards that we're going to have ready and prepared for members of our church to go and introduce yourselves and greet uh, people who will be with us on uh, August 7th. And we are excited. Now, the second way that you can help is that we are in need of school supplies for the vendor fair. Uh, the outreach team wanted to utilize this opportunity to give uh, school supplies, school supplies. So you can bring your school supplies to the church uh, Tuesday through uh, Thursday from 9 till 2. Someone is here, and you can put it right here in the Smith Chapel. So we need those school supplies. Amen. We've reached out. We've reached out to companies like Target and Walmart. And most of them are saying the same thing because of the COVID pandemic. Their budget for free supplies is kind of really, really low. But we pay no mind to that because we're the church of God. Amen. So we will make up the difference. Amen. That's also the same day as the Bud Billiken. That's also the same day as the Bud Billiken Parade. Now, unless you want to get up and get here at 10 o'clock and drive all the way down 
a town to come all the way on this side to get here in time for 10 o'clock and find a place to park, uh, that ain't going to work out. So we're going to be looking to hopefully have it Thursday, that Thursday before at 6 p.m. I want to make certain that that works, but we don't want to push it off another week. So we're going to have it. What's that date? So that was the 14th. So the 12th, the 12th of August is what we're looking at at 6 p.m. We apologize, but we did not know that the Bud Billet can, and we know that people have been uh, cooped up for a year and a half. They're coming out to the Bud Billet this year. Amen. Also, we want to make mention uh, that the plaques, uh, we have what we call a cloud of witnesses wall where we have members and friends of our faith community who have a picture and they have had a memorial wall. Uh, and it's not always memorial, it's just something you want to celebrate. Uh, and we have uh, the cloud of witnesses wall. If you are interested in, in getting a plaque put up there in memory of your family uh, or friends or just uh, for yourself, please see Sister Nancy Wade uh, for that. We are wanting to fill that wall with precious memories uh, of the cloud of witnesses wall. So please, please help us with that. We also want to announce the passing of Sister Eloise Davis. We do not have any information at this time. Uh, as soon as we get that, we will put that out so that uh, we can certainly be present to support that family uh, during this time. But as soon as we get that information, we will get it to you. Also, we want to make mention uh, that our own brother, Mark Harris, senior, he is celebrating his birthday in two days. Another great month, July. Another July baby. Praise the Lord. Another July baby. He's celebrating his birthday. going to be 60-something, 63, 62, something like that. Okay. And on Friday, he celebrates 30 years of wedded bliss to Tressy Harris. And so congratulations, Brother Mark Harris. Congratulations. And also, I want to say personally thank you to to all of you for the wonderful cards and gifts uh, you sent my way in celebration of my birthday uh, this past week. Uh, it is not lost to me, uh, your kindness. You don't have to do that. Uh, but some of you all decided to do that, and I am so, so grateful. It's nice to be nice, and I'm, I'm just very, very thankful uh, for all that you do. Uh, that's not part of the contract, but you did that out of love, and I am so, so grateful uh, that you would do that. And I'm happy to be here today as my wife and I just got back to the city this morning at 12.05 a.m. because uh, y'all had the nerve to have a storm in Chicago area and so our plane was delayed, delayed, but we drove, we came, we flew from Norfolk, Virginia all the way down to Kansas City to go around the storm to come back up to Chicago, but we made it. Praise the Lord. And our daughter is all situated and ready to start her third semester third year at Hampton I was telling her she 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 did a lot better than when we went to college I didn't have everything they had my parents if if, if I compared uh, uh, me to my parents what they did for me when I went away to school this girl has everything so I'm just thankful for the blessings but what I did tell her, I said, well, are we able to do better? Don't, don't sleep. Your grandparents took, they made sure I had everything I needed. I just didn't have all the luxury that you got. Amen. Some of y'all get that on the way home. But pray for my daughter and my oldest daughter and my son as they continue their study. And then my niece will be leaving in three weeks 
for her first college experience as well. So just me, Pam, and the dog. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Also want to recognize our visitors here today. Uh, we want to say I see some faces, and we're glad to see. Uh, good to see uh, Deacon Smith. He's not a visitor, but he's in the house today. Uh, hundred plus year old, made his way, looking good. Good to see a daughter of Ebenezer, Sister Lori Saunders, in the house today. Daughter of Ebenezer, member of Trinity. It's okay because she's under Morehouse at, at Otis, so it's okay. Otis Moss, the third uh, good brother and alpha brother. Just came on like, okay, wonderful. And I see Rachel's mom here. Pat, Pat is here. Y'all should know that Pat is one of the one of the great contributors and supporters of Ebenezer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. More so than her daughter. Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I had to throw a little shade. And we want to say goodbye uh, to, we met some people for our outreach. Uh, people have come and joined with us and been with us. Certainly the Jeffersons. Uh, we thank God for you seeing you all again. We hope y'all and pray that y'all will make that move, make this place your home. Uh, but also Estelle Payne is here. This is her last Sunday. We met her three weeks ago, and she's been in worship every Sunday, in worship every Sunday. And she has spoken so lovingly of Ebenezer, of how you all made her feel, how welcoming you all have made her feel. And we're grateful for your presence. Your husband told me that you had a, a, you had a lyric soprano voice. Was that what I heard? Okay. Well, next time you come this way, maybe going to have you do something. All right? Maybe we have you do something. I wish we could do something today since your last Sunday, but that's, I know you got to go. But we, we, we've been grateful for your presence today. Amen. At this time, we'll have our music ministry come. And glad to see Ira in the house today. Brother, we'll talk afterward. Praise the Lord. We're glad to see him. Amen. Don't get too quiet. We ain't through praising the Lord yet. We're not finished. We give God some glory one more time. Amen. Just put your hands together. Wave the hand if you want to. One more time. Jesus will. Don't y'all know that? Come on, sing it with me. Come on. Open doors that I cannot see. Jesus will. Jesus will. Ooh, 
we're going to uh, go right into our altar call. There are names that I need to call while requesting prayer this morning. We remember in prayer this morning, Maisie Jordan, Deacon Chester Coleman, Sister Brenda Love, Sister Elise Grant, Brother Alfred Moore, the father of Vicki Jamison, and Marnita Easter. We continue to pray for Arthur Jones, the father-in-law of Evan Person, who celebrated his 93rd birthday this past week. Praying for continued prayer on behalf of Sister Ethel Freeman, Brother Robert Burns, the husband of Ethel Burns, Brother Willie Grant, and Brother Kenneth Sexton, and Christine Brown. We're lifting in prayer Minnie Peggs, who is now in Palos Hospital in Palos Hills. We're lifting in prayer Al Burton, Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson. Renetta Pearson and David Pearson, we're lifting in prayer today. Grace Lee and continue prayers for Deacon James Smith, who is here today. Shirley Anderson, I don't know if I called already, but Sarah Phillips, Mary Alexander, Mary Sumter. And we're lifting in prayer Susan Anglin, our director of music, who is requesting prayer this morning. We all know that we all get a turn. All of us will have to face some sort of situation or circumstance that will creep into our lives. But we know as people of faith that we can turn to God. God, because we recognize he hears our every prayer, our every whisper. And we know that we can bring our cares to the throne of grace and lay them upon the altar. And it's in that spirit that we go before the Lord right now. And so I invite you to bow with me. And, and while we're still practicing social distance and we still know this pandemic thing is not over, while we can't gather out at the altar, wherever you are, I invite you to bow as we pray. Eternal God, our Father, you have heard the names that have been lifted. Not only have you heard the names of God, you are aware of the names that have been lifted and those names that have gone, have gone unspoken. God, we ask right now that you would touch in the name of Jesus, oh God, those who have sought prayer and are asking for prayer, oh God. We're asking, oh God, that you would touch them, oh God, at the point of their need. Cause them to feel your presence in their circumstance right now, God. Guide them and direct them and encourage their hearts even right now. God, we lift up those who are in hospital rooms, those who are in nursing facilities right now, God, those who are being cared for by loved ones and friends, oh God, touch them in a mighty way. We're lifting up our young people, oh God, right now. We are mindful that our city is incredibly violent, oh God, and people are losing their lives to gun violence daily, God. We ask, oh God, that you would have mercy, that you would have mercy, oh God. Have mercy, oh God, upon our institutions of government, oh God. God, we ask that these institutions that are supposed to represent us, oh God, will, will work harder and more diligently, oh God, to make our world a better place, oh God. 
God, we recognize that in calling upon them for accountability, we too as a church recognize having accountability, have to be accountable as well. And so, God, we're praying for Ebenezer, oh God, as we continue to try to work within this community, as we seek to touch lives of those who have called this place home long over the years. God, we're praying for our church, oh God. We're praying for our growth. We're praying, oh God, for increase, oh God. We're praying, oh God, for favor right now, oh God. You know the projects and the things that we are working on, oh God. We need you, oh God, to grant us favor. We need you, oh God, to guide and direct us along the way. God, we also pray for the man of the hour, oh God. Dr. Dana L. King, who will bring the word today. We pray, oh God, that you will use him in a mighty way, oh God. That you will call someone, oh God, that once they have heard the word of God, that they will come and ask, what must I do to be saved? Because, God, we recognize that we are open to facilitate the saving of souls. And so, God, we are praying for him right now, oh God. Help us to be attentive to the words that will fall from his lips. And we'll be ever so careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place before thy feet. So the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, amen. 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 Just want to make mention before we bring up the preacher of the hour, uh, the funeral services for Sister uh, Malone Campbell, next Malone Campbell will be on Tuesday is, I had it written down, Tuesday, visitation will be from 3 to 6 on Tuesday, and that was at the Rainer, is that correct, Sister Butts, at Rainer Funeral Home, uh, visitation on Tuesday, then the funeral will be on Wednesday at the Apostolic Church of God, uh, with, say again, I'm sorry, the visitation is Monday. I apologize. Visitation is Monday tomorrow from 3 to 6 at the A.A. Rayner Funeral Home on 71st Street. And then the funeral services will be Tuesday at 10 a.m. for the wake, 11 o'clock the funeral at the Apostolic Church of God on 61st Street where Dr. Brazier is the pastor. Let us support uh, Brother Calvin Malone and the Malone family as we support them during this hour. Amen. Amen. We are happy that that Dana, Dr. Dana, will be giving the word today. Uh, After the next song, is there another one other song? Uh, He will come. I'm just very happy that uh, uh, he's making himself available. Uh, I knew I was going to be gone this week, and I was, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person that always like to have backup plans, but the just in case, and it almost happened. Goes. We got delayed, delayed, and I didn't know we were going to be there, uh, but he is capable. He's always ready and able um, to preach God's word. Uh, he is a gift to Ebenezer, he and his wife, and we are grateful for their labor. Uh, and so after the, the next song, the next speaking voice, you will hear me that of Dr. Dana L. King. Now, Lori, I know... I don't know what you thought, but maybe you thought I was preaching, but if you were, okay, whatever, but this don't count as a visit, okay? This don't count. No, I can mess with Lori that way because this is my big sister, okay? Uh, Many of you know she was like uh, 
uh, a hovering, a hovered of, uh, what's the word I want to use? When I started my journey at Morehouse, she was a real big sister looking after me and made certain that I had everything I need. And so suffice it to say, and I, I prayed for your daughter when she was uh, born and she went on to Spelman. And, and I, I love Lori Sonda. She's my uh, sorority, uh, sister sorority. And uh, while I would love to steal her from Trinity, uh, we have a relationship beyond just church. It's family. And so uh, just don't count. We want to see you again for Vendor Fair. Uh, and everything else that we do as much as you can. And uh, she's a grandmama, y'all. She's a grandmama. You go on with your bad stuff. For well, the next speaking voice you hear will be that of Dr. Dana L. K. What does the L stand for? Okay, we'll find out. <laughs> Said he laid there and he said, God is not going to pass me by. 
I'm on my way to glory and I'm glad. So you all give God the glory because he will not pass us by. Why on earth thou art so holy? Do not pass, pass me by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not pass. Do not pass. 
Oh, come on. A praise goes right there. A hand clap goes right there. Come on. Worship goes right there. Come on. Praise goes right there. Come on. Come on. We almost there. Come on. A worship goes right there. Come on. Hallelujah in this place. Father God, we ask right now that you would come and have your way, God. Lord, remove me so that they may see you. Bridle my tongue so that the only words that come are yours. Anything not like you, God, please remove it at this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our, uh, I'm grateful again. Thank you, Pastor Person, for the opportunity. Uh, as always, um, I'll say this um, publicly because I don't mind being overly transparent sometimes, uh, probably too much. <laughs> but uh, uh, I like where we are. Let me just say that. (laughs) I like where we are. Amen. 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 Uh, I am grateful, so grateful for the opportunity to be here again in front of you this morning. Um, And as Pastor Person said, it is, and and I'm sure he feels the same way, we don't take this opportunity lightly. Uh, And I say that because a lot of churches that were open 18, 19 months ago are not open today. See, that went over some of y'all's heads. A lot of churches that were open 18 months ago are not open today. A lot of pulpits are empty today. A lot of buildings are empty today. And so when we get the opportunity to gather, and I'm not going to beat y'all up about how to praise God and how to worship today. I'm not going to do that, Evan. (laughs) But I will say, when you come into a place of corporate worship. It is an insult to God when you can't lift your hands, when you can't clap your hands, when you can't say amen, when you can't just say hallelujah with your best praise, when you just can't give him some glory because guess what? He didn't have to wake you up this morning. We heard two different funeral announcements today. It could have been yours. It could have been yours. And as they say around here, a little too often for me, but they say it every, all the time, everybody get a turn. And I don't want to have to stand before God at any time and say, well, you know that one Sunday where you just sat there and you were standing at the preacher, you were staring at the singer, you were frowned up at the musicians, you were mean at the door, you were mean in the parking lot, you showed up mean at the church meeting, you were this and that. I, I, I got to give an account for me. So, so, so I, I'm just trying to, if anything, our job, our job is to just train you for what's to come. Because, see, down here, you know, you get tired, you can stop clapping. But up there, they just crying holy. I got a one Bible reader. They just crying holy. The angels don't get a break. See, they, they don't get a choice. But, see, you and I were created. I'm going to get to this thing. You and I were created to worship. 
And I know this is Sunday, and, and, and see, but here's the deal. If you worship all week, by the time you show up on Sunday, this is the gravy. Come on, now, this is the gravy. You've been struggling all week, fighting all week, cussing folk out all I'm just going to tell the truth. You've been doing all the stuff you've been doing all week. By the time you show up in here, there ought to be something down on the inside that just says, Lord God, thank you one more time. All right. I'm going to, I'm going let me, let me, let me do this. Let me stay obedient. Let me stay obedient because I, I, okay, 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 okay. I am, um. Our scripture, our scripture text comes from, thank you, Pastor, read it already, Acts uh, chapter 4, verses 29 through 31. Acts chapter 4, uh, verses 29 through 31. I'm going to read uh, two versions real quick. Uh, first is the King James, King James Version. Acts chapter 4, uh, verses 29 through 31. Um, you don't, you've already stood, so I appreciate that. Uh, it says, and now, Lord, behold, this is King James, and now, Lord, behold their threatenings. And grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. And verse 31 says, and when they had prayed, somebody say prayed. Yeah, the place was shaken. Somebody say shaken. Where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Somebody say filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. They spake the word of God with boldness. One more time, real quick, if I could get to this verse real quick. Uh, The Message Bible says it like this. It simply says, uh, come on, come on, work with me, work with me. The Message Bible says it like this. And now they're at it again. I like the Message Bible. It says, and now they're at it again, and take care of their threats and give your servants fearless confidence in preaching your message. As you stretch out your hand to us in healings and miracles and wonders done in the name of your holy servant Jesus. Last verse 31 says, and while they were praying, the place where they were meeting trembled and shook. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak God's word with fearless confidence. For a few moments today, I just want to talk from the subject matter of when the wind blows. When the wind blows. If we could give it a second or a little subtitle, we would just call it a, a, a breath of fresh air or a second wind. Acts, 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 Acts. This, the, the Gospel of Acts, the Gospel of Acts, uh, um, or the book of Acts, rather, I should say, the book of Acts, uh, you guys know it's written by, by, by the, 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 the last of the uh, um, Jesus-called apostles. I'll say it that way, because I know we got apostles walking around today, but I'm not going to teach that today. I'm not going to get into all of that, but my Bible tells me that the only apostles were the ones that Jesus, that uh, part of that being an apostle was you had to physically walk and see the physical Jesus. That's a different subject. But most of you, most of you hearing uh, uh, this word are probably familiar with, uh, before we get to this point, Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4. And, and in this passage of scripture, the Holy Spirit comes and fills 120 souls uh, with hungry hearts and tongues. They, they all get filled with the Holy Ghost. 
The Bible says, the Bible says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Then it goes on to say, and cloven tongues, this is the Bible, it says, and cloven tongues like as fire sat on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke as the Spirit gave them utterance. You see, see, this is when, this early part of Acts, this is when the church, this is when the church of the Lord Jesus Christ was empowered. This was the beginning, the birth of the early church. This is when the church was empowered with supernatural power from God himself. You see, yeah, 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 yeah. See, we, we, we really don't use terms like that in the Baptist church. We don't talk about Holy Ghost and, and supernatural and, and speaking in tongues. I know it's, you know, that's not our, our, our forte, but see, if you can't just take, pick and choose what parts of the Bible you're going to believe. Because, see, if I can believe God raised folk from the dead, I can also believe God gave people the power to speak in tongues. You can't say this gift is dead and this gift is alive. I believe the Bible from A to Z, Genesis to Revelation. You got to take it all. Heaven and hell, you can't separate the two. So, 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 well, when this, when, this, when this power and anointing came upon them, it sent them directly into the line of fire. As soon as they got the power, it sent them directly into the line of fire. And an extreme spiritual warfare broke out. When you're brand new at something, the enemy wants to attack you quick. When you get a job for the first time, the enemy is waiting on you when you walk in the door. I'm just trying to talk to some people. You see, see, this infant church, this infant church in Acts was thrust into battle, and, and they had hit a place where they had never experienced before. Great persecution came right at them. So by the time they get to Acts chapter 4, they've been beaten up pretty bad. By the time they got to that position, they had already been attacked. They had been beaten up. They had been talked about. They had been lied on. Everything possible came upon them by the time we even got to Acts chapter 4. But if I can pause there for a hot minute, let me tell you like this. Ebenezer, we know what it's like to be beaten up for a little while. Okay, I ain't got no help. Some of y'all in here know what it's like to get knocked off your feet a couple times. This last 18 months has not been pleasant for a lot of us walking up and down these aisles. I know there's some who, you know, folks, folks we had with us 18 months ago aren't here today, and none of us expected these changes. Some of us have had the very breath knocked out of us. But I'm here to tell you this morning, Ebenezer, that we are moving to a new chapter. This is not the time to quit. This is not the time to give up. This is not the time to throw in the towel because there is a fresh wind blowing. A fresh wind blowing. Because see, when the wind of God blows, things start to happen. Let's, 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 let's look at the early church. Let's look at the early church and see how they responded to their battles. The Bible says, the Bible says uh, uh, they assembled and they prayed. This is what it says in Acts 40, Acts 4, 29 and 30. It says again, I'll read it again. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. 
and grant unto thy service that with all boldness that they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hands to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. Then, I love this part, and when they had prayed, can I pause? You see, uh, for some reason, and, and Pastor, I, I, I can't throw a rock and hide my hand. I can't say something and not be, and not be guilty myself. But he said it so many times. They show up at 830, round here to pray, and ain't nobody but him and Deacon Mayberry. What happened to prayer in the church? We want to build this ministry. We want to start this. We want to do that. Let me ask a question. What happened to prayer in the church? No wonder you can't praise God because you don't talk to him. It's hard to praise a God you don't talk to. It's hard to worship a God you don't talk to. And, and let, me, let me help you real quick. If the first time you talk to God is Sunday, we have a whole nother conversation we need to have. You cannot have a relationship with anybody that you don't talk to. He's your father, but you don't say nothing to him. He's your Lord and Savior, but you only call him when you get in trouble. What happened to, hey, God, how you doing? I'm still here. Bless your name. What happened to, hey, God, I just want to say thank you to you today. What happened to, hey, God, I just want to lift up the name of Jesus today. What happened to that? But we only know God when we got our hand out. And then we want to treat God like I dream of genie. Just rub on the lamp when we need something. Every time, oh, 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 we, we, oh, oh, we need some help over here. Let's, ha- let's have a prayer meeting. You shouldn't have to call no prayer meeting. If the saints of God were praying already, all right, okay, 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 okay. See, the scripture says speak with boldness. Some of y'all going to get mad for this over, but guess what? I'm going to say it like this. It's one of my favorite lines in the world. Uh, y'all will be all right. You see, you see, when, 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 when the spirit came, they got what we call a fresh wind. Or for the athletes in the room, a second wind. You see, that same wind that blew through the upper room in Acts chapter 2 was blowing again in Acts chapter 4. Now, 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 this phrase, this phrase that we've become familiar with as it relates to, uh, when we say a second wind, relates to a runner in a race. A second win, a second win is often referred to uh, when, a, when a person or an athlete reaches the point of exhaustion. Typically, typically, just before you get to that point of saying, I, I feel a second win coming, it feels like your lungs and everything in you is about to explode. Their bodies are on fire. Their breathing intensifies. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, without any explanation, they get a second win. A fresh wind starts to blow. Ebenezer, I know we, it feels like things have been stagnant, or I know it feels like things are not moving at the speed in which you wish they would move, but I want to tell somebody that there is a fresh wind for you today. The wind is blowing again. And when the wind blows, things do change. The atmosphere does shift. Circumstances do change. Sometimes, sometimes it seems almost, as this word again, supernatural. 
supernatural. And in many cases, in many cases, when these things happen, the, uh, the, 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 it often pushes the runner to the winner's circle. Watch this, watch this. Some scientists believe, some scientists believe that, that, that this thing called the second wind is the body finding proper balance. Proper balance. Proper balance. I, I come to church, I, I pay my tithes, I come to church, I, I come to outreach, I come to church, I, I preach the word, I come to church, I sing, I come to church, I come to the trustee meeting, I come to church, I deacon, I come to church, I do all these things. And all that sounds good, but where is the balance? Nowhere in there did I say I was talking to God, but I'm doing church. And see, it's real easy to get caught up in doing church. But see, there is a difference between doing church work versus doing the work of the church. There is a grave difference in doing church work and work of the church. Because see, unfortunately, we get so caught up in doing church work that we forget about what we were called to do. Go ye therefore. Come on now. Go ye therefore. The Bible tells us that we were supposed to go out and teach the people. We disciple you so that you can turn around and go and disciple them. Disciples make disciples. That's what's supposed to happen. We don't need deacons making deacons. We don't need trustees making trustees. We need disciples making disciples. Because no offense to any deacon or any trustee or any other leader in the room, but look, we don't need a church full of deacons and trustees. Huh? I told you I'm on, you know, this is me, this is what I, you know, pray for me. What we need is folk hungry for the word of God. What we need is folk who are thirsty for the word of God. What we need is people in the building to say, God, what can I do for you? Instead of always, hey, God, what do you got for me? My hand is out. Always looking to receive, but we ain't never got nothing to give. Okay, all right. All right, all right, all right. Now, 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 let's, let's, let's do this. Sometimes we get in our own way. Okay, okay. Sometimes we get in our own way. I'm talking to myself. Sometimes we allow things and circumstances to, 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 to stop us from being all we can be in God. And God, because he is God, will allow, this is what's called his permissive will, he will allow you to go down the wrong path, the wrong street, get in the wrong car, call the wrong number. Okay, I wish I had some help. Because, see, we want to say the devil made me do it. Let's see, see, first of all, let's stop giving the devil all this credit. The devil does one thing, because I know we're going to talk about it. He does one thing. All he does is, is, is just like, what was that show uh, uh, when they tell you to pick a, pick a door? What's door number one, door number two, door number one? What's, the, what's that? Let's make a deal. That's what the enemy does. And so, he, see, so the enemy says, uh, uh, here's door number one and door number two. God says, here's door number three. But see, we want to know what's behind door number one. 
Satan didn't push us to the door. He didn't guide us to the door. He didn't make us go in the door. Now watch this. Even if they opened the door, he didn't push you through. You made the choice. You made the choice. And so, that's why I said getting in our own way. Ebenezer, but I believe this morning, I believe this morning that God is giving us a second chance. He's giving us a second win, a, a new chapter, a fresh anointing for these very people. Because I know that many of us in the building have reached the point of exhaustion. Because folk in here, you're on, you on more than one committee. You're on more than one ministry. You stretched out between two and three ministries, and, and, and now you got nothing left because you have reached the point of exhaustion. But I was reading, I was reading in, in, in the Bible, it was in Acts chapter 16. I was reading this, and I know I didn't give this to you, uh, so it ain't going to pop up on the screen, but y'all pray for me because it's how my brain works. Uh, uh, in Acts chapter 16, the Bible talks about a python spirit. A python spirit. That's a, that's a serpent, a serpent. A python spirit. And this same python spirit has attacked many of our believers today. Now that spirit is sent by the enemy to steal your joy, to steal your very breath. If you, for my Bible readers from Genesis to Revelations, the enemy is identified as a snake or a serpent. But Jesus said that we would tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all of the powers of Satan. But see, the enemy, the enemy, this serpent, has this thing, this, this thing. Just picture a python, a python. They grow to about 30 feet long. They weigh over 300 pounds. Now watch this. The python does not kill with venom. The python does not bite you. It doesn't kill you with its teeth. But what it does is the python kills you, it kills its prey by coiling around the victim and constricting them every time and squeezing them. Every time you breathe, breathe in, the python squeezes tighter. Every time you go to exhale, the python squeezes tighter and it constricts and it constricts and it keeps doing this until you can no longer breathe. The python literally suffocates the life out of you. And I believe I'm hearing God this morning tell the children of people, the children of Ebenezer this morning that, that you don't have to sit down anymore and be suffocated. You don't have to let life circumstances suffocate you anymore. You don't have to allow these things to kill you. First of all, church work ain't worth dying for. I'm going to say that again because somebody just missed that. Church work ain't worth dying for. Church work. Now, the work of the church, that's different. But see, here's the deal. The enemy just wants to wear you out, just like the python. He wants to wear you out. He wants to just keep piling and piling and squeezing and squeezing, just like the python. Watch this. In Daniel, in Daniel, Old Testament, Daniel 7 and 25, they talk about being uh, worn out or afflicted. Watch this. To, 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 to afflict to harass, to exhaust, to push to the point of fainting, to put under continuous pressure, to put under continuous strain. And Ebenezer, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should because we've all been there. 
constantly under strain. Every time you go to do something, something else happens. The minute you think you got something fixed, something else happens. Can I just talk like we talk? Every time they fix a new pipe in this building over here, they find another one that's broke. Every time. That's the enemy trying to steal the very breath out of your body. That's the enemy trying to get you to quit, trying to get you to give up, trying to get you to say, you know what, I just can't deal with all this no more. I'm done. Let me pack my stuff while I still got my mind and go. And then it's bad enough you're trying to get stuff done and folk questioning your every move. I can't get no help. But see, the reason we need a fresh win, the reason we need a win is because, see, when, when, when things are, 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 are lifeless, when things are dead, they are no threat to the devil. This is why I'm always questioning you all about your praise and your worship, because, see, when you sit quiet, you're no threat to the enemy. When you sit on your praise, you're no threat to the enemy. Can I help somebody? The valley of the dry bones was no threat to the enemy. But when the wind or the breath of God blew upon them, that's when they became a threat. That's when stood a mighty army that plundered straight down to hell and kicked Satan out of where he was, where he thought he was in charge. A hundred and twenty discouraged followers of Jesus were in the upper room and all of a sudden a fresh wind showed up and they went from being discouraged to encouraged. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.